If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, uh, looking up at ABC News, U.S. begins mass deportation of Haitian immigrants. It seems to me that the White House has decided America is not going to like this. We need to do something about this fast, as we checked in on the border last week, and there were thousands and thousands and thousands of people coming across, and a lot more people came across over the weekend. Absolutely, yeah, the flow continues. You may recall late last week we talked to Todd Bensman, Senior National Security Fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies, also the author of a new book, America's Covert Border War. Todd, welcome back. Uh, We understand you've been uh, further investigating the last several days. What have you learned? Right, well, I just came back from uh, the Mexican side of this uh, mass uh, immigration encampment and found that the Biden administration's order to uh, begin deportation flights of Haitians to Haiti has had a very acute impact on the uh, decision-making of these Haitians. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it turns out American policy has an influence on how many people come this way. But go on, Todd. It does turn out. It does turn out. And also uh, the other way, because the only reason why all of this is happening is because Biden administration policies have been allowing rewards of legalization for illegal entry in huge numbers. And so, of course, people who see that and hear about it say, me too, and they join in, and that's why we're even here. But the antidote to that is deportation and deterrence. And so I'm in a bus station in uh, Ciudad Acuna, last night and saw just dozens and dozens of Haitians buying bus tickets for southbound trips out of Mexico. They're leaving. And when I asked them why, the answer in every case was they're deporting us to Haiti. 
we're out of here. That is wild. Um, not surprising, but, I mean, wild that it, it changed that quickly when word got around, no, it's no longer a uh, a free trip into the United States and we're just going to live there forever, and, and, and things change that fast. Um, That's right. And remember, remember that, you know, uh, I've never met a migrant, an immigrant, who did not have a cell phone that uh, was fully connected to social media and the Internet. So the grapevine is live time. And they were showing me video and photos of Haitians on the tarmac in Port-au-Prince. And they're looking at that and saying, we're out of here. That's why, that's how that works. And it works the other way, too. Here's selfies of me getting into Indiana and Florida uh, for illegally entering. And we're coming for that, too. Here's me being deported to uh, Port-au-Prince, and we're out of here. Interesting. You know, Todd, the situation's become so severe that even, for instance, the Washington Washington Post is reporting on it semi-honestly. They were talking about how on the Mexican side, the Mexican authorities are really frustrated with the Biden administration because they're, you know, laying out the welcome mat has caused all sorts of chaos and ugliness within Mexico. That is true. The Mexicans, uh, you know, do not... Uh, the Mexicans were asked by the Biden administration and actually paid in gifts to slow the flow, to slow the roll on their southern border. So they they have been playing a kind of game of bureaucratic molasses in with these Haitians down there. Uh, and so there were thousands of them built up. And the Mexicans were, uh, you know, they've had enough of it. They, they, the Haitians are a problematic group. They, uh, you know, were causing disruptions. They, you know, were just stuck down there in the Tapachula area. And the Mexicans on Sunday, September 12th, as I reported exclusively, uh, based on interviews with the immigrants in Mexico, on September 12th, the Mexicans just said, okay, you're all free. Go get, go to the boat, get, go to America. And, and that is why we have all of these Haitians crossing in a huge groups like this. The Mexicans released them because they were frustrated at having to, uh, hang on to them. And so uh, now they, are, are, of course, are going to be getting them back or some number of them back. Uh, so, But the deportations, I don't believe those are going to be widespread or sustained. And the vast majority of the immigrants in that camp are being bused quietly to secret border patrol locations where they will indeed be uh, processed into the country. I think the mo- majority of them are family units, and the Biden's policy that caused this was to let these family unit- units uh, stay and be rewarded for their illegal uh, entry, and that is going to happen with most of them. That's why that camp is still about ten or 11,000 strong, and everybody's not running, but some of them are running. Wow. Well, we'll stay in touch with you this week because it sounds like the story is far from over. Yeah, Todd, one more question for me, and I ask this question to many guests who are speaking on this topic. When you talk uh, to Border Patrol and, uh, you know, we've seen 1.5 million apprehensions or something like that this year, what percentage of folks do they catch, do they think, and what percentage get through? It's hard to say. Uh, Right now, uh, you know, the encounters or the apprehensions are you know, uh, 1.5 million, and very shortly we'll... uh, become the uh, the most in American history uh, apprehended. But above those numbers, 
there are probably another 50 to 100 or 150,000 that never get caught, uh, that get right on into the interior and never will be caught or won't be for years and years. Right. And so uh, all right. Uh, Todd, it's a squishy number. Yeah. We appreciate it. Todd Bensman, Senior National Security Fellow, Center for Immigration Studies, got a new book coming out, America's Covert Border War. Thanks for the report, Todd. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I tweeted a little bit about this yesterday, and uh, there was some uh, strong disagreement uh, among the commenters on the Twitter feed. I try not to read comments, but I was going to say, oh, my God, you dove into comments. I just wondered how people were feeling. And my position, I think, is the same as it's been for a long time. I don't know... You know, how many Haitian families we should bus from the border into what town and all that sort of stuff. Keeping in mind, as always, that none of the power pe- powerful people that allow this to happen are going to have uh, immigrants showing up in their neighborhood. No, no there are no Haitian families or, uh, you know, a whole bunch of poor, uneducated laborers going to set up camp at the end of their cul-de-sac. That ain't going to happen. Ain't going to be in their school. Okay. Right. So uh, that's a little, hypocr- little hypocritical for them to be so open with open arms, uh, huddled masses for the rest of the country, not for where I live. I live behind a gated wall, and we don't allow that sort of thing. But um, I, don't, I don't know what the right number is. I don't know how many people we should take and whatever. But you got to have a policy. My, my only thing is you got to have a policy. The idea that it's just random, that it's just completely random where people come from, how many we let in, where they go, it's just random, is a stupid policy. Absolutely it is. The idea that, you know, tens of thousands of Haitians or, or anybody sneak across the border well, walk openly across the border and say, here we are, please uh, distribute us into America. And we say, well, gee shucks, I guess we don't have any choice. And then we do it is bizarre. And uh, many years ago, we uh, enunciated the principle that if something seems completely crazy to you, it's probably not crazy. You're just missing a critical piece of information. And I continue to to maintain, I, I will claim and, until I'm contradicted, we just want cheap labor and we want somebody to prop up the, the twin pyramid schemes of Social Security and, uh, and Medicare, Medicaid. They're running out of money. We need to import millions of young workers. That's the piece of information that explains why our immigration policies are inexplicable i mean they're bizarre it certainly explains it politically uh, how you get it because you need both parties to be in on that and the right. wall street journal crowd loves that because they need cheap labor and the democrats think though they're turning out to be wrong that uh, brown people are always going to vote democrat and that's not turning the case but maybe if that ends maybe then democrats will all of a sudden be the party of we need to stop illegal immigration if it yeah, turns out more and more that doesn't Hispanic. answer the social security thing though man i'm True. telling you True that. True that. Anyway, text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 